Welcome to Meaning Over Money, a different kind of financial podcast where money is never about money. Welcome. Thank you so much for tuning in. We are so excited to have you here. We hope you're having an awesome week, and regardless of when you listen, we hope this adds value to your journey. Today, we're going to talk about how do we prioritize financial goals. And as we always say, money is never about money. It's always about something bigger. And so when we're talking about financial goals, these are really life goals. These are things that provide us meaning and fulfillment and help us along this this journey of life. And it's one of the most frustrating topics because we have too many goals and not enough money. We always have too many goals and not enough money. Because face the facts, I mean, there's only so much money coming in on any given month. And so our resources are finite. And so we need to figure out how do we prioritize that? And this is a relevant question for everybody. But I think it's especially relevant for young adults. Young adults, they're just in a stage of life where you all have so much movement. There's so many things going on. You know, you might be getting your first place, so we need to furnish it and, you know, we need to buy we need to buy furniture and decorations and all of that. And maybe you're still driving the same crappy car that you had in high school. So that might be coming into an end. So maybe we need to think about replacing that. But now all of a sudden you're you have some money and so you want to travel and you have some independence. So we want to travel. And maybe at some point you want to get married or buy a house, have a baby. Maybe we should start investing in retirement. Hint, you should. You should invest in retirement. There's a lot of things, and these aren't small things. And so the question is, how do we prioritize our spending? And so today we're going to talk about the 10, the 10 things we have to do in order to help this process of how do we prioritize our spending. Number one, we need to give ourselves grace. We're never going to do all this right. And there is only so much money to go around any given month. And so we just need to give ourselves grace. We can't have it all. And part of giving yourself grace is having to give yourself contentment. You have to be okay that you can't have everything. We're not supposed to have everything. If we had everything we wanted, then what what fun would that be? We, We have to be able to understand that our resources are finite and we can't just get everything we want. And that's okay. The second thing we need to do, we need to list them out on paper. Literally, write them all out. What's all, what are all the things that we want to do with money? What are things we want to buy that we need to save for that are important to us? And it's important that we focus on things that add value to our lives, not the lives of others. We need to focus on what's important to us. And when we list them out, try to put dollar amounts on them. Don't just make them this nebulous thing. We need to define the amount of money tied to each thing. And, and you may need to put a range. It's okay if you put a range, but we have, to, we have to name that. That piece is important and you'll see why here in a second. Number three, we need to budget well so that we can determine the amount of money available each month for these things. Because again, hopefully we're not using debt to buy them. Hopefully, if we want something or we need to buy something, we're not using debt to buy them because that is not a blessing. It is only a burden. It will come back and hurt you. It will hinder you. It will add stress to you. Please don't do that. And so in order to do that, we have to have money 
to go towards these things. And the only way we're actually going to have money for these things is if we're intentional in our budgeting and making sure that there's a certain amount of money in the budget for these priorities. That's so important. And it's important that we also know how much money that is. Is it 500 a month? Do we have 1,000 a month, 2,000 a month extra that we can put towards whatever these priorities are? It's important that we know that number and we're intentional about that number and then we recognize that will be used to accomplish these goals that we're about to determine. Number four, we need to discern the importance of each of these and compare that to the urgency of each of these. For example, let's say you're getting married. That's important. And now it may not be important to spend 50000 on a wedding, but it is important that we have money for a wedding. And even, and even more importantly, we, have, we know the urgency of it. If we're getting married nine months from now, we know what the urgency level is. So we know how much money we need and we know when we need it by. That's important. That's important because we need to know how much, how much rope do we need to give ourselves along the way in order to reach these goals. Like, for example, if you, need, if you still need $5,000 to fund a wedding nine months from now, that's different than if you need $5,000 to fund a wedding 30 days from now. And so contextually, it matters how important is it and how urgent is it. So write that down. If, if you need this money by a certain date, make sure you write that down. Number five, we need to try to focus our attention on just one or two goals at a time. I'm a super simple person, so I actually think one goal for me is enough. I want to focus all of my attention and all of my money on my one goal because I want to reach that goal and then we will move on. And so don't, don't try to do nine goals. If you have nine goals and you're trying to accomplish all nine, you're probably going to accomplish zero of them. And so really keep in mind, we should focus on one or two goals at a time. Now, number six, this is where it all comes together. We've listed them all out. We've, we've determined how important are they, how urgent are they. We know the dollar amounts and we know how much money we have each month to go towards these. And so this is where we map it out. So what I like to do, and I do this with my clients all the time, especially if we're paying off debt and we're starting to get to the end of the debt, then it's a matter of, okay, now what's next? We list them all out. We reorder them using the combination of importance and urgency. And then we map out how long will it take for each of these to happen. Let's say, for example, let's say that you, one of your goals is to buy a car and you want to buy, let's say you need $8,000 to buy this car. You also know that your car is about ready to die and you really need to get a new car. Now, you could just go to the car lot, sign a piece of paper and get a big fat car loan. That sucks. Please don't do that. So if you know you need $8,000 and you know you have $2,000 a month extra, you can put that as your number one goal and then write down it'll take you four months. And so map that out. First item might be that car, 2,000 a month for four months, car, done. Then you, you have your 8,000, you go buy your car and you forget about it. Then you move to the next item on your list. How long is it gonna take you knowing how much extra money you have each month? Assign a number to it, 
put a date on it, knock it out. And we just go down the list. And so you might, and you might get through the list and you might say, you know what, I don't like the fact that we're not doing this thing until a year from now. So you might flip the order or you might break it into two goals at a time instead of one. Or you might, you know, you know, take a different approach. But whatever works for you. This is about you. This isn't about my way or the wrong way. This is about finding what's the right way for you. I'm just giving you some tips on how it works best. Only you are going to know how it works best for you. And so put that map in place and just see, see what that can look like. And then once you have it drawn out, you might hate it. You might say, no, 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 I don't like this. And, you, and if you have a spouse... Kind of negotiate that with them. You could shift orders, shift dollar amounts, or find ways to add money to the budget, either by cutting some other expenses or adding some income for a season. Again, adding income doesn't have to be finding a new permanent job. It could just be a side hustle, a side job, DoorDash, whatever, to add another thousand to the budget, for example, for the season to help accelerate some of these goals. Once you feel good about how this is mapped out and how long each of these is going to take and in what order, we need to commit to the plan and then start the process of making it happen. What I see often are people that, that plan it and then all these other little things pop up along the way. And let's just say we keep down this theme of having 2000 extra a month. In theory, there's 2000 extra, but then, oh, but we wanted to go do this and, oh, we did that and... And next thing you know, we're three months in and we've made no progress, no meaningful progress towards these goals. So here's how it will often play out then. If that happens, the car is getting that much further out. If the car is the number one item, the car is getting further out, further out, further out. And then you have a major repair item and you freak out and your reaction is to go to get a huge car loan. Go buy a new car, get a huge car loan. That's how it plays out. And so we don't want that to happen. So we need to go out and execute that first month. We got to really focus. If we're going to spend 2000 on this thing, this goal, and if that's to buy a car, set up a little savings account, call it car, and then move that 2000 over. And then next month, take that next 2000 move it over to your car fund. And when you're done, we move down our list. Number eight, this is important. Don't be afraid to adjust the map. If you put this map in place and you start executing, don't be afraid to adjust. Something's going to happen along the way. Life happens. This, this isn't about money. Money doesn't happen in a vacuum. It happens in real, actual life. And real, actual life is messy and it's crazy. For example, I have a client that's been paying off debt for a while and their number one goal on their list is to pay off debt. Every month, debt, debt, debt. And then something happened along the way. They got pregnant. It's amazing. They were going to have a baby. It's, it's the coolest thing that's ever happened to them. And immediately, we have to adjust. There's a baby coming. We need to prepare for that. They need stuff for the baby. They, let's, let's put a little bit more money in an emergency fund just in case we have some medical stuff going on, just in case we miss more work. And so the, the priorities shifted. And so debt, what was the number one priority for probably a year it got shifted down to about the fourth priority, and that's okay. We need to be able to adjust as life changes. That's okay. Because you today are different than you six months ago that was different than you six months prior to that. We're evolving. We're always changing. Our priorities change. Circumstances change. Our values can shift. 
some of our, our, our goals and our, our, our vision gets a little bit bigger or it narrows. So we need to give ourselves um, the freedom to be able to do that. Number nine, this is actually the same as number one. We need to give ourselves grace. We're not going to get this right all the time. And I just want to remind you again, we have to give ourselves grace. It's so easy to mess this stuff up. It's so easy to go a month and, you know, that $2,000 turns into $500 because, oh, crap, I got a speeding ticket or or the car needed repairs or, shoot, we needed some some different clothes for work or whatever. Life just happens. When it does, give yourselves grace. Always grace. Give each other grace too. And I always say the coolest part about budgeting, and my wife loves this, the coolest part about budgeting is that sometime between one and 30 days from now, you get to start over. You always get a fresh start. That's why budgeting every month is so beautiful because no matter how bad this month was, you get a clean slate the first of next month. And so if you mess this month up, so big deal. No, no big deal. No big deal. We move on. We got to give ourselves grace. Number 10. Number 10 is really important. We have to have fun with it. This money stuff isn't supposed to suck. It's not supposed to suck the life out of us. It's not supposed to be boring. It's not supposed to be something you dread or you resent or you feel guilty about or you're angry with. It's supposed to be fun. And so as you're, as you're pursuing some of these important goals, have fun with it. It's not about the destination. It's about the journey. And so if we get, if we get fixated on the destination and, and what that end goal is, we lose the opportunity to enjoy the journey. And especially if you're married. If you're married, enjoy that journey together. Because there's something, there's something fulfilling that happens when you have a goal and it feels like a big goal and then slowly but surely we reach it. And then we get to the next goal and the next goal. So have fun with it. Enjoy the journey. And the destination's cool. Great. When you get that, that car and you get that really sweet car that you've wanted and you've saved up for it, that is cool. But the destination is not as cool as the journey because it's about meaning. It's not about the money. So those are my tips on how do we prioritize our goals because there's a lot of goals, especially you young adults out there. There are a lot of goals. It can be overwhelming. It can be daunting. And sometimes you just want to throw your arms in the air and give up. Please don't feel that way. And also know you're not alone. Other people are dealing with the same thing. That, that all of us, we have a finite amount of money coming into our life and we have all of these awesome goals. So pick what you want to accomplish, map it out, do it together, enjoy the journey, and just have fun with it. We hope that helps you along your path. If you'd like to reach us outside of the podcast, you can find us on Instagram. You can find me, Travis Shelton, on Instagram. You can find our YouTube channel. And of course, the Meaning Over Money course at meaningover.money, where we show young adults how to live for the meaning and not for the money. And we love our podcast listeners so much that you can get 25% off our course by using the promo code PODCAST25, PODCAST25. And if you'd like to dig deeper than you can dig on this podcast and you want to go deeper into these courses, we would love to have you. But if not, we're just grateful that you're here on the podcast. We hope this continues to add value. Take care, guys. 